It's time for the Smart Money Questions Podcast with Matt Hausman. This is the show that provides you with a sound financial education and helps you avoid financial pitfalls. Make sure you are asking the right questions by listening to the Smart Money Questions Podcast. Hey everyone, what is happening? Here we are again, Matt Hausman, end of February, and uh, a lot, going, lot has already been happening in the first couple months of the year. The uh, In case you didn't get a chance to see the Super Bowl, let me tell you, uh, even though I wasn't pulling for Kansas City, what an epic game. I mean, it was phenomenal. Last second, overtime, back and forth. It was, it was just awesome. So now that the Super Bowl's over, we're coming at the end of February. One thing I wanted to share is last week, Maggie and I, Took a quick trip, last second, down to Sarasota. Quick trip, Wednesday to Saturday. Just wanted to get down there. We had the opportunity to do it. Flying this new airline that's been flying out of Wilmington now for a little over a year. I think they actually started February, beginning of February of 2023. And they started, I think they fly to six, seven, eight locations all over Florida. I don't think they hit the panhandle yet. But they just started flying into Sarasota, I guess, about six, seven months ago. So we had an opportunity to fly right in and out of there and got down there and went down, spent some time in downtown Sarasota, which I I haven't, we haven't spent any amount of time down there in, I don't know, maybe 10 years. Usually it's always just the beaches. (laughs) But this time we ended up down there, found a really cool uh, new hotel. I can't even remember the name of it, but had a rooftop pool and bar area and sitting up there being able to look at the intercoastal and the bay. But then for dinner, we headed back down there and went to a restaurant I haven't been to, I don't think, in 25, 30 years, Cara Julio's on Palm Avenue. If you are down there in Sarasota, I would encourage you to take it out. Great Italian place, really cool atmosphere, and great, great food. So I wanted to give them a plug. Again, in fact, we ended up meeting family and saw some old friends. And I mentioned to the friends, I was like, man, I haven't been down there in forever. And they commented that they, you know, we don't even think about going down there. So, again, it's it's been around forever. I can't even, I think the first time I was ever there was early 90s. But really, really, really good food. So, check that out. But listen, today I want to go over a couple things. One thing I touched on, if you got the video that went out, I guess about, I don't know, four or five weeks ago, I'm going to touch on that. And that is, what is the, what can we expect or what has the market done in with regards to history returns during presidential election years. Because I know I was talking with clients at the end of last year, and oh my gosh, things are going to be crazy coming into this. And I want to go over, because I think we can all agree, in many election years that have gone on over the course of the last you know decades and decades, there's always craziness going on. I do think it's going to be unprecedented craziness that's going to happen this year. We need to mentally be prepared for what the media is going to throw out to us, especially as it is in regards to your investments. So I'm going to go over that. And then also an article that came to my attention that I reviewed. And then I think it kind of coincides with meeting with some people, current clients, also some new clients that we met with at the end of last year, and kind of go through my thoughts on that and uh, what right planning can really help you do. So before we do that, let's make sure we deal with a disclaimer. 
Please don't take any of the information or ideas or suggestions that I offer in today's show as direct advice for you. Please use it as information and education that you then can discuss with your advisor. Now, if you don't have an advisor or you would like for us to be your advisor, I'm more than happy to have that conversation with you. And it's real simple. All you have to do is go to www.speakwithmat.com. That's www.speakwithmat.com. And my online scheduler is right there. You can go right in. You can schedule a 15 or 30 minute phone conversation. And quite frankly, at the end of that first call, we're going to have a good idea. Does it make sense to have a second conversation? So again, very low key, go right into the online scheduler. You don't even have to get on the phone with anyone to schedule this. So again, speakwithmat.com, www.speakwithmat.com and schedule it there. So, all right, let's go ahead and get on to today's show. Okay. So as I mentioned, uh, we're going to talk about, let's look at, because I know I talked to, again, people were talking to me at the end of last year, coming into this year, people have still been talking about it. And oh my gosh, it's an election year. Things are crazy. The Russia-Ukraine war is still going on. We had all the craziness over in the Middle East in October. And what's going to happen now? Now the election year, you know, I mean, good night. I'm not even going to get started with all the craziness on both sides of the aisle there. But what has the market done? I think we can all agree that politics in general, elections in general, there's all kinds of nuttiness, ads, all that kind of stuff that comes out. And then there's a secondary aspect to media, which takes all of that information, especially from a financial standpoint, oh my gosh, what's the market going to do? We can just go all the way back to when it was uh, Trump and Clinton, Hillary. And if you remember the predictions that were happening there, everyone was predicting that if, I shouldn't say everyone, most of the media and so-called experts were saying, oh my gosh, if Trump ends, if he actually does this, the market is going to tailspin. It's going to be worse than 2008. Well, I think we can all say that they were drastically incorrect. I remember one of the articles I read said the reason that it'll be better for Clinton to win for the market was because it's the devil they know, the devil that Wall Street knows. But the reality is I pulled this awesome uh, look back all the way back to 1928 and looked at the returns, no matter who was in office, Democrat, Republican, A Democrat following a Democrat, a Democrat being followed by a Republican. What was going on? And the most interesting thing about this. Now, this is looking at the S&P. And we know the S&P isn't the only part of the market that's out there. It's only concentrating in one specific asset class. But I think this is really good for us to look at overall for in election years, what does the market normally or what has history shown us as to how the market reacts? 19 out of 23 years, 83% of the time during a presidential election year, the market, the S&P, has provided a positive performance. On average, when a Republican was elected, the return was 15.3%. When a Democrat was elected, it was 7.6%. That means all election years, we're looking at an 11.28% return on the S&P. When a Democrat was in office and a new Democrat was elected, the total return was 11% in that year. When a Democrat was in office and then a Republican was elected, the return was 12.9%. 
per year, but per year. But I think the biggest thing to look at here is 83% of the time, the S&P is in the positive in the end of that election year. So as we are going to go through this absolute chaos of media that I, I usually don't predict, but I'm predicting this. <laughs> I think it's going to be nutty as to everything that's going to be out there. Make sure that you are you're staying true to your investment principle and you're not allowing the emotions that are going to come about with regards to everyone predicting in their own way, all the yahoos out there, as to what the market is going to do, depending on who gets elected, if there are changes that happen right beforehand, you know, what's going to happen? And the market has shown us, going all the way back again to 1928, the S&P again, is that 83% of the time it is a positive return. So just keep that in mind when you are sitting there watching the TV, listening to the radio, a podcast, whatever, is, you know, don't automatically just fall in to what all of those predictions are going to be. Hey, everyone, a little interruption. Matt Hausman here. If you would like to speak to me directly, make sure that you know that you can go right to my online calendar, speakwithmatt.com. Again, www.speakwithmatt.com. Com. You can either schedule a conference call right there, a Zoom call, or if you'd like to come into the office, feel free to do that. You can also reach us directly at 610-719-3003. All right, everyone, back to the show. Another thing I wanted to go over, I came across this article that was in the USA Today, and it talked about, they did a survey, and I can't, let me actually, let me pull it up here real quick. They did a survey with over 16,000 adults worldwide, worldwide. 51% of Americans said that they would give up 20% of their salary or earnings to be able to achieve more of a work-life balance. But then the article went in to talk about, okay, if you do that, depending on where you are in your earning years, you know, if you're early on, that 20% reduction and if that carried through to retirement can have a big Effect. So you really, in my opinion, if you're if, if that's going to be part of your play, and hey, listen, more power to you. I would suggest that you really get and hone in on your budgeting, so your long-term retirement aspirations that are going to come around, you know, sooner or later, it's going to be here. Is that you are still able to do what you need to be? Well, I shouldn't say need to be. What I would recommend you do from an investment long-term retirement plan. But the other thing I thought is it reminded me of speaking with some individuals over the course of the last five months that, and I mean, over the years, but really over the last four or five months, we've, we've had some new clients come on board. And then I have an existing client right now that's been on board with us, I don't know, five years. And it was all talking about, or in these conversations and in these planning, uh, the, or the planning process, the talk was, man... Let me tell you something. I am about done with this work situation. And it wasn't where we're looking at a work-life balance of removing 20% of the income. Because in all of these situations that we went through, there wasn't the opportunity basically to dial back the work responsibilities and hours by 20%, which obviously would have then, or more than likely would have cut 20% of the income coming into the household. And in most of the cases, it was an all or nothing deal. 
And in three or four situations, I was able to show them with the right planning. In one case, the client or the new client is able to retire six years before they thought they were going to be able to do it. And they're doing it before the age of 65, which knew that it wasn't only the financial aspect of planning, investments, blah, 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 that stuff. It was also because there was no retiree health benefits. How are we going to take care of that? With the right planning, we were able to do that. In fact, that particular person, the last day of uh, 2023 was the last day that they worked. And in that situation, the timing couldn't have been more perfect because they ended up having, and, and still, they have some family members who are having some health challenges. And now, because they are not working, they have the opportunity to come in and assist with that. In another case, had a client come in, and it was the exact same thing. Like, oh, my gosh, let me tell you something. You know, it's like, I just, man, work is not fun right now. It's not like what it used to be. And is there any way that I can pull the trigger early? In this case, three, four years. Uh, another case where we, we have to be looking at and be aware of what are the health care, what are the health insurance opportunities that we can take advantage of with what the market, what the health market is offering us right now, whether that is some retiree health benefits, not necessarily retire uh, health insurance, retiree health insurance, but other monies that could be available to help offset that premium cost. Because if you don't do the planning, I can't tell you how many times I have had people come in here who got stung badly when they didn't understand, oh my gosh, if I got laid off or whatever and I didn't have, uh, or I didn't have health insurance, I went here and then I went and got a job. And the payback for the premium subsidies and the potential tax that comes from that can be staggering. So you want to make sure that your financial planning isn't just about where am I going to put my investable money? You want to be looking at the whole household. What is going to be needed? Health insurance is a big part of it. In this case, we, we had um, four clients uh, that were able to retire early going through the proper financial planning process and addressing all of that. So, you know, again, over 50% of Americans are willing to take that pay cut. If you're still in your early earning years, you want to, okay, hey, listen, more power to you, but make sure that you are sticking to your plan and you're budgeting out and you're still able to put money away. The article actually did a great job on, hey, listen, if this is how much you were putting away and you were earning this amount, have you done the numbers? A 20% reduction is this in dollars. It's kind of like I always talk, I like to talk to clients about when you look at investment returns, just like what we talked about with the S&P during election years, whether it's in a, what was it, 11 point some percent return in this side, a 7 point something percent return, that's all well and good. But look at your statements and do the numbers. What's the financial loss and or gain? If I'm meeting with someone and I'm like, hey, listen, you know, this is a potential 20% loss if we take on this risk, I, I do say that. But then I also say that's the potential loss of this in dollars. Hey, how are you feeling now? Because when you look at that statement and it's, you know, you don't really care what that 20% number said or what the 20% itself means. You're looking at what the actual dollar amount is that your account just went down. And so the one thing that that article talked about is making sure that you're doing the right planning and it's an ongoing planning process, no different 
than the, the, the clients I just mentioned where we went through that planning process. And it's going to be ongoing. Things are going to change over the course of the next three, four, five, six, seven years are actually indefinite, right? The only consistency is change. And so we might have to be making some changes, you know, different laws come about, what have you. And so that ongoing planning process, it never stops. It needs to be continuing. So listen, everyone, that's all I've got for you today. I hope it has been valuable. If you have a question scenario, or if you're like, hey, listen, I'd like to take advantage of that work-life balance or see if that opportunity even exists. Reach out to us. You can always schedule with me at my online calendar, speakwithmatt.com. Again, www.speakwithmatt.com or just give us a call, 610-719-3003. Listen, everyone, hopefully this has been valuable. We'll talk to you soon. Take care.